Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Greenbelt, the WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. The forecast with 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Skies will partially clear later this evening and into the first part of the overnight before clouds make a comeback again and may bring a few showers come early in the day tomorrow. Highs for your Saturday will be in the 40s, wind chills in the upper 30s. We're sunny on Sunday, near 50 degrees and near 60 on Monday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we're at 49 degrees in the nation's capital. It's 659. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Nick Ionelli. Coming up. New tonight, how much time in prison for a Gaithersburg man who ran over a couple walking to a polling place back in 2022. Why hopes may be dimming for a new Caps and Wizards arena in Alexandria. We'll hear from a member of the Virginia legislature. Why estimates that a new arena would bring billions of dollars to Virginia may be overly optimistic. I'm Scott Gelman. What caused that house explosion in Sterling last week? Investigators give an update on their progress. Countdown to shutdown one week away from part of the federal government being forced to close. We'll talk about it with CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland. WTOP at 7 o'clock. Former longtime NRA leader Wayne LaPierre found liable in corruption case. He spent millions of dollars for his benefit. South Carolina's GOP primary. I really have not made a full decision on who I'm going to vote for on Saturday. U.S. punishing Russia. I'm announcing more than 500 new sanctions. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. The former head of the National Rifle Association is found liable in a lawsuit that centered on the organization's lavish spending. The latest from CBS's Linda Kenyon. A New York jury found Wayne LaPierre misspent millions using the NRA's money as a personal piggy bank. The NRA itself was found to have omitted or misrepresented its tax filings. The jury also found the NRA violated New York law by failing to adopt a whistleblower policy. LaPierre was ordered to repay more than $4 million, while the NRA's retired finance chief, Wilson Phillips, was ordered to pay $2 million. Two National Guard members have died in a Mississippi helicopter crash. Mississippi's governor says on X that the Apache AH-64 went down during a routine training flight in Prentice County. A day before the South Carolina GOP presidential primary, former President Trump weighs in on Alabama's Supreme Court ruling that embryos can be considered children. Calling on the Alabama legislature to act quickly to find an immediate solution to preserve the availability of IVF in Alabama, and I'm sure they're going to do that. Several Alabama clinics have paused IVF services. Winding up her bus tour through South Carolina, former Governor Nikki Haley focuses on immigration. We can't wait one more day to secure that border. CBS's Steve Kathan has been speaking to voters in Charleston. Former President Trump has about a 30-point lead in the polls over former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. I think she needs to give it up because Trump is so far ahead of her. That woman is a Trump supporter. This Haley backer says she's an important alternative. She'll try to get people to work together to get things done. Steve Kathan, CBS News, Charleston, South Carolina. The U.S. slaps hundreds of new sanctions on Russia. President Biden saying it's... In response to Putin's brutal war of conquest, in response to uh, Alexei Navalny's death, 
CBS's Ed O'Keefe on the targets. Individuals and entities inside and outside Russia and in 11 other countries, including Vietnam, China, the United Arab Emirates, and Liechtenstein. It does target now the prosecutors and others who tried and then jailed Alexei Navalny. On Wall Street, the S&P 500 index hits another record high, closing up two points at 50.88. The Dow closed up 62 points. The Nasdaq fell 45. Now this. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 7.03 here on WTOP. It's Friday evening, February 23rd, 2024. And at the wharf, we're at 49 degrees tonight. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour. New tonight, a Gaithersburg man is sentenced to eight years in prison after hitting and killing two people in his car on Election Day of 2022. Devinder Singh was convicted of being under the influence of alcohol when he ran over Miguel Ortiz and Anna Margarita Ortiz on November 8th of that year, 2022, near a Gaithersburg polling place on School Drive. The married couple were holding hands crossing the street to vote at an elementary school polling place. They left behind children and grandchildren. It's another political setback for those who want a new arena for the Capitals and Wizards in Alexandria. A bill that would create a standby authority to fund and oversee the $2 billion project, this would be a stadium authority, is now effectively dead in Virginia's General Assembly. It passed in the House of Delegates, but did not get out of committee in the state Senate in Richmond. So what happens next? Virginia Democratic Delegate Luke Torian joined us earlier on WTOP. He says while the bill is dead, the plan for the arena is very much alive and talks are ongoing. In House Bill 29, which we passed out on Thursday, the bill is in the budget bill. And so we will take up House Bill 29 in conference. And in that conference, we will deal with the arena bill that's in the budget bill. And Virginia Democratic Delegate Luke Torian spoke with us here on WTOP. Meantime, Virginia would stand to make billions of dollars if that new arena and entertainment district are eventually built at Potomac Yard. It's among the findings of an economic impact study that was released by Alexandria. However, WTOP Scott Gelman spoke to one expert who explains that this may be an overly optimistic view of the amount of money coming in. Michael Falkender with the University of Maryland says it's reasonable to expect that people who are looking to move to northern Virginia may pick Alexandria over other neighborhoods because of a built-up entertainment district at Potomac Yard. But would they really not have otherwise lived in the state of Virginia? That assumption is prompting Falkender to call the state's revenue projections overstated. If all you're doing is reallocating people who are going to live in Virginia anyways, then whether the complex is built or the complex is not built, the state is going to receive those income taxes. The analysis was done using an interest rate of about 4%. That's a rate you would use for essentially risk-free cash flows. This is a risky venture. The report estimates 22,000 jobs would be created and hundreds of events would be held at the entertainment complex. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. We have reached out to the firm that did the analysis. We're waiting to hear whether they have any comment this weekend. Virginia's Governor Glenn Youngkin, in the meantime, is about to get a new bill that would raise the state's minimum wage to $15 an hour. Both the House of Delegates and State Senate passed the measure today along party lines. It would bump the current $12 an hour wage to $13.50 an hour by next year. And the wage would rise again to $15 an hour in about two years. But the bills face an uncertain future, as Youngkin has previously said he's against raising the minimum wage. An update now on that house explosion in Sterling. It was a week ago that happened, last Friday night. 
It killed a volunteer firefighter, left almost a dozen other first responders injured. And this happened just after 7.30 p.m. last Friday as crews were responding to the report of a possible gas leak at a home on Silver Ridge Drive. The Loudoun County Fire and Rescue Fire Marshal's Office says it has completed its on-site investigation. It finds the explosion that involved a leaking 500-gallon underground propane tank was set off by an unknown ignition source. Now, the people in charge call the investigation extremely complex. They say the incident will remain under investigation for a while longer. The explosion caused an estimated $2.5 million in damages. The fire marshal's office says it damaged six other structures, including three homes that are currently not safe to live in. 707. In the firefighting community, be tough has often been the message that surrounds mental health. But the D.C. Fire Department is focused on changing that message. Jamal Woods with the D.C. Fire Department remembers answering a call that hit him hard. A woman with cancer. She reminded him of his own mother who had died of the illness. So here I am. I'm holding her head up, loving her vomit. And I'm treating her the same way I was treating my mom. So next thing you know, I have tears in my eyes. And we're not supposed to have these connections. The message had always been, deal with it. But he said that's changing. At a forum on mental health at the RISE Center in Southeast D.C., Lieutenant Robert Alvarado talked about his own struggles and the need to open up. Recognize that it's the right thing to do to get mental health. It's part of doing the job well. And he said that carries over to family relationships as well. In the district, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up here after traffic and weather, the local news outlet D.C. is shuts down and there are layoffs a french bistro in the area closing but not forever just for renovations it's 708 michael and son's heating tune-up for only 59 dollars traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks we're going to bob imler in the wtop traffic center well pretty much cleared out from the rush hour on all the major freeways and roads moving pretty well we do have a crash though in silver spring southbound on Colesville Road after University Boulevard at Lanark Way, cars struck a pole. Uh, traffic was initially stopped. Some traffic does get by now, at least on the left side of the roadway, headed south from University Boulevard. Meanwhile, things are in pretty good shape on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, as well as on 270 and 50 out to the Bay Bridge. That is running without delay. Around the Beltway, it's all but cleared out now, both in Maryland and in Virginia. And Manassas Old Centerville Road is closed just north of Yorkshire Lane because of an emergency work zone, some utility work going on there after a crash that knocked down a power pole. On 66, we are pretty much delay-free. And on 95, 395 and 95, each running pretty well, in fact. As far south as Fredericksburg, there is nothing in your way. In the district, uh, did have a crash earlier southbound. On D.C. 295 at East Capitol, that's out of the roadway now. Things are generally good on 695 and 395. The WTOP Newsroom, furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Bob, let's go next to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Expect cooler conditions for your upcoming weekend. A lot of that will have to do as this latest weather maker moves out and the wind starts kicking up. Now, overnight and first part of the day tomorrow, there'll be some scattered clouds, generally dry, but can't rule out a stray shower prior to 7 a.m., mainly far north and west of D.C. 35 to 42 degrees, your morning temperatures. The afternoon, 42 to 47 degrees degrees and that now puts us just a few degrees below average in a lot of neighborhoods i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center at the wharf in dc we're at 48 degrees national harbor 48 sterling 45 degrees some parts of our area tonight 
could be down to about 35. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 710 on WTOP. It's money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Ian Crawford. Mon Ami Gabi in Bethesda shutting its doors temporarily. The Washington Business Journal reports the restaurant will close for a big renovation expected to reopen by the end of the year. After 20 years, the website DCist is gone. A splash screen on the site sends people to the website for public radio's WAMU. DCist's partner since 2018. Axios DC reports 15 staffers were laid off as well. The Dow up 62, the S&P up 2, both record closes. The Nasdaq down 45. Ian Crawford, WTOP News. At LMI, they're reimagining the path from insight to outcome at the new speed of possible. Discover what you can achieve at www.lmi.org. Just a little more money news. All three major averages registered winning weeks. The S&P has uh, gone up for the week almost 2%. The Nasdaq was up 1.5%. The Dow up 1.5%. Again, all those figures for the week on Wall Street. What kind of work is being done to avoid a federal government shutdown in one week? Coming up next Friday night, we'll talk to Scott McFarland of CBS News on the way. Hi, this is Chrissy, clinical coordinator at the Cascade Center for Dental Health. At Cascades, we understand that a trip to the dentist can be overwhelming. The smells, the sounds, it's a lot. Here's what sets us apart. How we care about you and every single one of our patients. At Cascades, we bring an innovative and patient-centric approach to sedation dentistry that makes all the difference. Sure, you've heard of sedation dentistry, but it's not just about the concept. It's about how Dr. Ruparelia's expert team ensures your comfort and safety. I'm so proud each time a patient leaves with a smile. Call us now at 866-25-SLEEP to schedule your consultation with one of our skilled team members and me, your clinical director, Chrissy. That's 866-25-SLEEP or visit Cascades1.com. Don't wait. Join the Cascades family where your comfort and well-being are our top priorities. That's 866-25-SLEEP or Cascades1.com. Coming up, it's one thing to have your flight delayed a little. That's almost to be expected. But one flight was recently delayed 10 times. I probably would have rented a car or something. But anyway, that story is coming up later this half hour. 713. Stay with us. Hey, it's Brett from Bull Oak. Are you struggling from ED? We've got a groundbreaking solution that's transformed the lives of thousands of men. Our WAVE technology is backed by 50 clinical studies, including research from prestigious Cambridge University. It revitalizes blood flow by repairing blood vessels, all without the need for pills or the worry of side effects. If you're ready to end your ED struggles, call us now. Not only will you get a free assessment and blood flow ultrasound, we're also throwing in your first treatment free on us. That's right. Give us a call and schedule an appointment and we'll get you your first treatment free. This is a $600 value and it's yours free if you call in the next two minutes. Call 703-337-1919. That's 703-337-1919. Guys, it's time to reclaim your love life and put an end to your ED. 703-337-1919. Call Bull Oak now to qualify. 703-337-1919. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 714, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us tonight. 
countdown to shutdown on WTOP, leaders in both political parties are scrambling to secure a deal on government spending as the window quickly closes and fears of a shutdown grow more pronounced. The deadline is one week from tonight for the first handful of agencies to close and then March 8th for the rest. We talked a little earlier on Skype with CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland. A couple possibilities here. First of all, there are negotiations that are underway, or at least you know discussions underway, if not negotiations. It's quite possible we'll find something out before the end of the weekend of how they're going to tend to this deadline, which is one week from tonight, and a second deadline, which would shut down more of the government, including the Pentagon, two weeks from tonight. It seems imminent that there's going to be one of two things happening, Dimitri. There's going to be some type of short-term, two- or three-week deal to hit that snooze button one more time and delay things one more time, keep the government open, or this breach of the deadline that causes a partial shutdown. Um, the former seems more likely than the latter, but this has been a dance. We've danced three different times in the past six months, and all of this has an impact. Just the brinksmanship has an impact. Uncertainty for military families, uncertainty for federal workers and contractors, and all the planning that has to go into the contingencies for a government shutdown at our local federal offices. We were wondering whether Speaker Mike Johnson still can go with that little band-aid that you talked about, the two- or or three-week continuing resolution. Some of his members really hate that. They do, and that's part of the reason we're in this mess, is that he's got some numbers of the House Republican conference who say they want to do things more traditionally by more regular order and that these short-term deals that just continue federal spending where they were months ago, it's unacceptable. So to keep this happening, to keep the government open, it would be a third time at a minimum that the speaker has had to get an overwhelming number of Democrats to vote for a plan to keep Washington open and functioning. And the speaker keeps taking political hits and shots every time he does that. And you'll recall, Dimitri, September 30th, Kevin McCarthy did that, lost his job soon after. Let's turn to some of the Trump trials. There's been so much focus lately on New York, but we need to look at Florida. What's happening down there and the classified documents case? Oh, by the way, there's that other federal criminal prosecution by the special counsel Jack Smith at Mar-a-Lago, where former President Trump allegedly mishandling and (laughs) improperly risking exposure of classified documents and classified secrets at his Mar-a-Lago resort. It's been a while since we've checked in much on this case because it's kind of been stuck in the muck in the federal courts in Fort Pierce, Florida. So many motions, so many challenges. Well, Thursday night into Friday morning, the former president's lawyers invoked that argument they've made here in Washington to no avail. The presidential immunity claim that he was president at the time and allegedly declassified records when he was president, therefore making this prosecution untenable, if not unconstitutional. The Supreme Court, you'll recall, is reviewing the presidential immunity claim in the D.C. election interference case. And we're still waiting for the Supreme Court to get back to everybody about what their decision is. Add another one to the pile. He's now claiming presidential immunity in Florida. That case has been in the slow lane for quite a while. Like, you know, Thursday rush hour, 270 spur, slow lane. It's how slow that thing's been moving. And there's no indication at all. That thing's likely to go to trial before the election. CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland setting up another busy week next week as we count down to a possible government shutdown. Be with us here on WTOP and WTOP.com for the latest. Top stories we're working on right now. The American Lunar Lander Project has suffered at least a little setback. It turns out the spacecraft is on its side. But all of the projects on on board, are, we're told, are working. We're going to go in-depth with ABC News at 745 
tonight in a little less than half an hour. Ukraine reports new Russian drone strikes just hours after the U.S. leveled new sanctions against Russia. And former President Trump calls on Alabama lawmakers to take action following the state Supreme Court's ruling that frozen embryos are children. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. We're brought to you by Live Nation. Live Nation presents Bill Maher's brand new show, The WTF Tour, live at the theater at MGM National Harbor on Sunday, November 17th. Tickets on sale now at MGMNationalHarbor.com. Traffic and weather on the 8th, so when it breaks, going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, northbound from Riverdale up into Laurel, some volume delays here and there and really not too much else. 50 is good out to the Bay Bridge, 95 without delays both ways, 270 running well. 70 westbound near the South Mountain Rest Area, police are on the scene of a crash about midway between Frederick and Hagerstown. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all but cleared out. And in Virginia, 395 and 95, each running pretty well. Same with 66. Old Centerville Road is closed north of Yorkshire Lane for utility work because of an earlier crash. Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield cares about the communities they live, work, learn, play, and seek care in every day. They work hard to make communities they serve better, healthier places to live. Join them at carefirst.com slash careers. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Bob, we're going to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist to start our weekend. As this latest weather maker moves out, we'll have some scattered clouds overnight and a mixture of clouds and sunshine for your Saturday. It will be a cooler day. Temperatures early tomorrow morning, 35 to 42 degrees. Tomorrow afternoon, between 42 and 47 degrees. I've got winds that could gust still to about 20 miles per hour, and that is going to give us a little bit of a wind chill. Lighter winds for Sunday and more sunshine near 50 degrees. That'll be the more comfortable day for getting out. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Springfield 47, Farragut Square 45, Laurel at 45 degrees. And some of us heading down to the middle 30s, about 35 overnight in the suburbs. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, more opportunities to have alcohol delivered to your front door. Stay with us. When shopping for appliances, you want to pay less. And you probably think that means heading to a big box store. But for the best appliance deals, remember, Bray beats big. At Bray & Scarf, we start with instant savings that make us competitive every day. Then we break out of the box with exclusive package rebates on top of manufacturer rebates the big box stores simply don't have. We also offer next-day delivery on hundreds of appliances with online delivery day tracking, and we install when we deliver. The big box stores make you wait for installation on another day. Don't fall for the big illusion that the big box stores save you more. The better appliance deals and service are at Bray & Scarf. The Bray & Scarf President's Day Sale is going on now. Save up to 40% on select appliances and get doorbuster savings on our best-selling GE Profile and Cafe appliances. In stock and ready for quick delivery. Shop local and save time and money. In-store and online at BrayAndScarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. Happy weekend and happy Friday. It's 721. kids.org your car running or not could be picked up as soon as the next day no title no problem go to carsforkids.org today 877 cars for kids donate your car today now accepting donations of land homes buildings or any kind of real estate 
Is it a good day for a stroll on the National Mall? Or better to hang on the couch with your favorite shows? Plan your day with WTOP weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP, Washington's top news. And good evening at 722. A D.C. police officer gets a plea deal after shooting and killing a man who was driving away. The man's family is now angry. 42-year-old Sergeant Enos Jevrick was charged with murder at first, but was allowed to plead guilty tonight to reduce charge of involuntary manslaughter. Antoine Gilmore was found unconscious or asleep at the wheel of a BMW at a traffic light at New York and Florida Avenues. This was in the middle of the night back in August of 2021. At least one police officer who surrounded the car noticed a handgun in Gilmore's waistband. As officers surrounded that vehicle, Gilmore started driving away. Body camera footage shows him firing 10 rounds, the officer did. Gilmore's sister is quoted by the Washington Post as saying, some justice is better than no justice, but it's also true that some justice is no justice at all. 723. You can get almost anything delivered right to your front door these days. In Maryland, that includes cannabis products. Some of the state's bigger liquor stores also deliver. However, a bill being considered by the state Senate would allow more of them to do so. Maryland's Senate Finance Committee heard arguments for and against a bill that would allow liquor stores to team up with third-party delivery services like DoorDash to have alcohol sent right to your home. This would allow a smaller retailer to also be able to offer that amenity. Caitlin McDonough was there testifying for DoorDash, which supports the bill. Our deliverers, you know, similar to if you work in a restaurant that serves alcohol, earn much higher wages when they're able to do this. Counties would have to opt in even if the bill passes, and users would have to have ID scanned at the time of purchase and delivery. And we sincerely believe that's exactly what's going to happen. That wasn't enough for Montgomery County Senator Ben Kramer. I'm not a fan. A vote will come later this session. John Dome in WTOP News. Just one airline delay is usually bad enough. Can you imagine your flight being postponed ten times? It happened to some Air Canada passengers trying to fly from Fort Lauderdale to Toronto Sunday night. The flight was scheduled to take off in the evening. Then it was delayed and delayed and delayed two more times before they canceled it before midnight. But the next day was no better, with six more delays, dragging passengers along for 27 hours before they finally took off. The airline is blaming too much airport traffic. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. It happens every year, and lately, a lot more often. You return from a trip overseas and get sticker shock. It's your mobile phone bill. Many folks are getting hit with staggering international phone charges, ranging from hundreds to thousands of dollars. And those bills aren't just for your phone calls, but for your data charges. Before you ever leave home, check with your phone company for an all-inclusive international phone or data plan. Or other options ranging from a $10 a day pass from AT&T, a travel pass from Verizon, or T-Mobile service, which includes international coverage at no extra cost in more than 215 destinations worldwide. For more information, visit PeterGreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. It's 725. Here's Rob Woodfork. The Wizards have a game in OKC that tips off at the top of the hour. It's their second game post-All-Star break in as many nights. The Wiz losers of four straight on the road, nine in a row overall, and their 9-46 record, second worst in the NBA. D.C. United opens its season against the New England Revolution tomorrow at Audi Fields. New coach Troy Lassane. What kind of team you got here? 